Hello, welcome to The Creep End. My name is Brittany. I am your host. This is my co-host and sister, Kaylin. Hello. And we are recording on Star Wars Day. Yay. (laughs) I'm obviously very excited, so. You guys have no idea uh, how nerdy we really are right now. It's a very exciting day. I'm sitting here wearing my Ben Solo shirt. (laughs) I have on Baby Yoda and my uh, Baby Yoda Adidas. We're drinking blue milk. Blue milk. We had Star Wars inspired deviled eggs. <laughs> I've been cooking out of my Star Wars cookbook. So we made, yeah, I don't get Star Wars inspired deviled eggs. And naturally, the theme had to change for today, too. Yes. So, <laughs> since obviously, I mean, this will be coming out in like a week, but we figured we'd bring to you space stories spooky space stories because why not why would we miss the opportunity to celebrate star wars day so i'm pretty thrilled yeah so. and, and was i like, was the one who came up with I the was idea about, i was about to say it was caitlin's <laughs> idea so i texted her at the last minute <laughs> so i last minute thought of the unlucky 13 and she at the last minute thought of the space thing so I'm winning. We're winning here. We're both, we're doing good. We're doing good. Yep. So. Before we start, Mother's Day is this coming Sunday, and I brought Brittany her Mother's Day gift, and I had to wait for her to open it in our real time, so it'll be after Mother's Day for you guys, but. Yes. Well, now Kaylin doesn't get her Mother's Day gift until after, because everyone on Etsy takes which is great. I enjoy Etsy. I love buying from real people and the whole kit and caboodle, but it's it just sucks that the ship shit doesn't ship like the next day. <laughs> it took like five days for that's one okay. item to ship. And I'm still waiting on two others, so it's like and that's okay. But it's alright, you know, I'm supporting real people. Mm-hmm. And that I can feel I can feel good about that. So exactly. So you will be opening yours next Tuesday. That is perfectly fine. Our next episode. So all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna open it. I'm kind of scared. Make sure you describe in detail though after you open it, because they really it's not a YouTube video. Like uh, they really gotta understand this. Well, I can, if anything, I'll just post a picture on Instagram <laughs> too. Oh, yeah, okay, it's a it's a T-shirt. Technically a tank top. Oh, a tank top. It's a tank top. Oh my fucking god. (laughs) Yes! Oh my god, it is a Mothman tank top. And it says Mothman loves you and he has heart red eyes. They didn't have the one in your size that said live, laugh, lurk. Oh my god. So that was the next best thing. Oh my god, yeah. You guys, I will have a picture on our Instagram of this thing. Oh my, I'm, fuck, okay, forget Star Wars Day, I'm taking off Baby Yoda, I'm putting on Mothman. <laughs> oh my god, it's so cute, thank you so much, it's so adorable. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so excited. <laughs> Wait, Justin's gonna be like, oh, great. No, Next thing you know, like... I'm gonna have like a whole slew of like Mothman <laughs> trinkets around the house, you're gonna and he's already like, Mothman Adidas soon, and... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm basically like that with, like, my Star Wars and, like, Harry Potter shit. I just have, like, little collectibles everywhere and Lord of the Rings stuff. And he's just like, oh, my God. To him, it's, like, clutter. To me, it's, like, magic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I love it. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to wear it. Oh, man. This is great. Well, man, I'm bummed that you don't have your present. No, because now we can, you know, just start opening gifts every podcast. (laughs) Every single podcast. (laughs) And then who knows what we'll get. Oh, man. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. Well, I guess we'll dive right in. So we chose, like, real-life creepy space stories, so not, like, it's not a Star Wars episode, so don't run away yet all right we're just talking about outer space because it's star wars day and you know it takes place in outer space so before you think we're turning into a, a whole nerdy day like don't don't turn us off yet <laughs> <laughs> 
So I chose to talk about um, Neil Armstrong's secret transmission to NASA and Buzz Aldrin's um, sighting of Mm -hmm. a quote-unquote unidentified flying object. And this obviously both occurred on the uh, 1969 uh, moon landing trip. Every time, like, I read the, like, the moon landing in 1969 doing this research, all I thought of was the Even Stevens episode where, uh, the older sister, Christy Carlson Romano's, like, hella sick, and, like, she goes through, like, this whole episode, and she goes, we went to the moon in 1969, not not 1970, but the year before, (laughs) and that's all that played in my head. Her name was Wren. Wren, there we go. Yeah, and I used to get that sixth period sixth period song stuck in my head oh my freaking god sorry side note (laughs) oh i loved even stevens all right anyways all right so on the trip to the moon the first trip to the moon was apollo 11 uh in 1969 um and uh jesus christ every fucking time so, the uh, chief of NASA communication systems, Maurice Chatelaine, Chatelaine, I don't fucking know, wrote in his 1975 book called Our Cosmic Ancestors, and he said, quote, only moments before Armstrong stepped down the ladder to set foot on the moon, two UFOs hovered overhead. Edwin Buzz Aldrin took several pictures of them. Some of those photographs have been published in the June 1975 issue of Modern People magazine. And so Buzz had claimed that he saw something kind of like glinting out the window, like reflecting sunlight. And um, so he had called into mission control and he had asked how far away the um, S-IVB uh, was from their ship. And the uh, the S-IVB, I don't know if that's even how you say it, S-IVB, I don't know, whatever, is the <laughs> third stage of the Saturn V or Saturn V, I don't know. I, sh- I probably should have looked into how they say all these things, but I didn't. So the Saturn V rocket that was jettisoned earlier in the flight. Um, Mission Control responded three minutes later saying that it was about 6,000 nautical miles away. Twelve seconds later, all Buzz says is, okay, thank you. And so then they land and they get to get out of, and so, uh, Lance Armstrong, oh my fucking god. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I was gonna do that. I was thinking about it earlier. And I knew I was either going to say, I was going to say Lance Armstrong or I was going to say um, Louis Armstrong at some point. So I'm oh just going to get it out now. Oh my god! For Christ's sake. I knew I was going to do that. It's okay. I had a whole conflict in my head while doing this and I was like, wasn't it Lance Armstrong? And no, it was Neil. <laughs> no, it was Lance. No. And then I really had to look it up. Oh my God. Jeez. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Anyway. So... <clears throat> So they go ahead and land, and uh, Neil Armstrong is the first to step out onto the moon. And there was two minutes of complete radio silence after Armstrong stepped out of the, out of the spacecraft. And uh, NASA claimed that one of the television cameras overheated and disrupted the whole transmission. And it took them two minutes to get it back and going. But some people argue that the the two minutes is just an omitted um section out of the report yes and that what really happened during those two minutes is that armstrong um he called into mission control and he said and i quote these babies were huge sir enormous oh god you wouldn't believe it i'm telling you there are other spacecraft out here lined up at the far side of the crater's edge they're on the moon watching us. And so um, within about like 30 minutes of them landing, the rumor started to spread around NASA, around mission control, that both uh, Neil and Buzz saw things and that um, 
they weren't really sure what to do with that information, what to do, if they should even get out of the spacecraft mm-hmm. and still do what they came to do. Um, so <laughs> author Mike Barra, who wrote Ancient Aliens on the Moon, and he's also like a huge like NASA's covering up aliens conspiracy theorist, obviously. Uh, he said that within the 30 minutes of the landing, um, that Armstrong and Aldrin were absolutely upset by something they had seen. Both astronauts had secret medical radio channels of communication to mission control, and these channels were not public. So there's no way that there would even be any record of anything further had they swapped from the public Mm -hmm. uh, channel where the two minutes was omitted or the two minutes was it went down or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that they probably swapped to their medical channels to discuss what was going on. And people say that um, even though both of them deny that any of this actually happened, that their body language um, upon return when they did their first interviews mm-hmm. after being picked up out of the Pacific Ocean, that they both looked tense. They both looked like disturbed sad like they weren't like jumping for joy like oh shit we just went to the freaking moon like now we're in the pacific ocean like we're freaking juice like we lived we lived on the way there we lived on the way back like yeah you know like everything's great like we did what we set out to do you know one small step for man and one giant step for mankind or whatever the fuck he said so like I so it was Houston, we have liftoff, but you know. <laughs> uh, no, I it's Houston, we have a problem. Oh, that that and thing. And <laughs> I'm fairly certain that was Apollo 13. Oh, okay. You know, the one that almost <laughs> didn't make it back home. <laughs> Something. I don't know. I, I don't know. But who knows, that probably was just for the movie as well. But anyway, so yeah, people say that, uh, like, when you watch those interviews, and I totally meant to watch some on YouTube, and you just already know that I didn't. So, um, on, like, on the interviews, like, they weren't looking excited or thrilled. They just looked completely like, what the fuck just happened? Mm -hmm. Is kind of, like, the looks they had. And one guy, I think it was the Mara guy, he even said that they looked ready to throw up. Like, they were, they looked, like, green. Like, they, they seen some shit. So, um... And then, uh, so, god damn, I swear to god, one of these days. So NASA sent six more manned crews to the moon, and the last person to walk the moon was Gene Cernan of Apollo, the Apollo 17 mission, and he was the 11th and final United States man to walk on the moon. Um, some people think that that's really strange that no one else has been to the moon since the end of the Apollo program. Mm -hmm. And if finding somewhere else for humans to inhabit is such a big deal for some people, you know? Yeah. Like what we're doing all this Mars shit and Mm -hmm. the hopes to, you know, eventually send people there and... Apparently, the rover that's on Mars that just got there it apparently successfully created some oxygen. Oh, okay. On Mars, yeah. So, I mean, it's like obviously, Wally, right? <laughs> He's like carrying a plant, a boot. Uh, so you know, like, so obviously we're putting these efforts in, and it's just weird that like, all of a sudden it's just like, oh, no more moon. That's it. We're done. You know. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, it's some people also think it, it was weird that at the time, like the whole reason that we pushed to go to the moon was that uh, the USSR had already put a man in orbit. Mm-hmm. So the US was like, oh shit, like we're, we're behind, we're supposed to be head of the whole world. And that was the whole pressure yeah. that put us into going into space is because the USSR was getting, was supposedly out out technologying us technologying us and they were gonna get there first yeah well they never sent anyone to the moon 
So if it was like this rat race on who could get there first, mm-hmm. even and- though the U.S. got there first, why the hell wouldn't they just still send their person? Nobody owns the fucking moon. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everyone thinks that that was a sign that because the U.S. got there first, they sent back a report saying, don't fucking go to the moon. Yeah. There's a bunch of shit on the side that we can't see from Earth. Mm-hmm. So, and this isn't the first theory that I've heard. I know that this is one of the reasons that people have this theory, but that there's like a whole city mm-hmm. on the backside of the moon. Like a whole extraterrestrial, like, it's like a giant gas station, like, oh. kind of a thing, I guess. With a diner and everything? Oh, I'm yeah, I'm kidding. envisioning, like, when you're going down five and you really gotta pee. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta stop at, <laughs> stop at the crackhead McDonald's. <laughs> right? So, um, Buzz Aldrin finally broke his silence. Uh, I, I had the year... It was actually fairly recent, um, in the, within the last 10 years. He finally broke his silence to try and lay the conspiracy to rest regarding his sighting of a craft from the window on their third day um, in space going to the moon. And he said that it had to have been a part of the rocket they had just detached from or one of the four panels that moved away when they separated from the rocket. The sun had to have been reflecting off of whichever piece causing it to look unidentifiable. But good old Buzz also failed a lie detector test when questioned about if he recognized what he saw mm-hmm. or if he knew what he saw. Yeah. And then obviously you have the recording of him saying, hey, where's where's the rocket at in relation to us? Mm-hmm. And the rocket was farther away than where he saw this thing out the window. Oh, yeah. Granted, it could have been the panels. It could have been the butt of the rocket, Mm -hmm. whatever. But just seems like a little fishy that... I mean, and I know lie detector tests aren't... I mean, they're technically not admissible in court, and I know you can... You can fail... Also, you know, it's you can pretty easy. Fail if you're them panicking, easily, but you can also pass them so easily. So well, it's just like, yeah, it's like if you can control your heart I've, rate. I've then... taken one before. Oh, nothing bad. I was trying to become a dispatcher. Oh, that's so right. I had oh, that's to. right. Like... I'm like, what the fuck do I not know about? <laughs> Never mind. I did know about that. Um. So yeah. So both of them deny all claims about aliens, and Armstrong denied it hardcore. To the day he died. I don't think... It's like, I was reading something and they were like... Like, he did maybe one interview where he did discuss what happened. Mm-hmm. And why people would think... But he never said... He all, he was adamant that he did not say what people have him quoted saying. Mm. But people, the people that found that lost transmission or secret transmission or people who worked at nasa yeah so it's like well what what do you mean you know but he denied it he denied it till till he died and he just died back in was that 2012 i think Mm -hmm. so he died i mean not recent recent but um but yeah so that is the that is the spooky alien story of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin's lion asses. I'm just kidding. Oh my god, don't sue us. Um, I'm just kidding. Well, Neil Armstrong can't sue me, but... <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Is that who Buzz Lightyear is named after? I think so. Okay, because I was thinking about that the whole time. I'm like... Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And the guy... So there was a third man on that mission, but mm-hmm. he stayed in the craft the whole time. He was like the control. Oh, yeah. And that's the uh, man that just passed away. Uh, last week. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Did he know anything? He also denied everything, but he said he didn't le- He didn't step foot off the craft, so... Oh, okay. He didn't see anything. Which, if he took a lie detector test, would come back true. Well, my thing is, okay, you're on one part of the moon, and you're seeing this shit all the way on the other part of the moon. It's like the dark part of the moon, we'll say. 
how the fuck is a sun gonna reflect on something all the way over there? No, 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 no. So the sun reflected on something while they were mid-flight. They were oh, on their third day. I thought you were talking about like no. it had already like landed no. and now the sun's reflect. I'm like, what the? So fuck? on the third day of flying into the moon, gotcha. right, right after they detached from the rocket and they were making their descent, mm-hmm. okay, um, is yeah. when he saw that out of the window. All right, guys, I'm all caught up. So, sorry, I thought I made that clear. No, that's probably okay. just me kind of not really putting things together. <laughs> no, that's all right. I mean, I because there's two people with two very different things at two different times going on. Yeah. So probably a little wonky telling of a story. Yeah. But yeah, so um yeah, but the 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 guy that um stayed in the spacecraft the whole time, he also denied anything because like, I didn't I didn't leave the craft I didn't see shit I mean yeah that's but easy. y'all gotta be talking about this shit back on your way down so yeah but um but I mean even like I said like in his quotes like Buzz Aldrin's quotes like he's like it could have been this it could have been that but he still doesn't know mm-hmm. still nobody knows and I'm sorry but like why would you say oh they're parked at the end of this crater they're watching us from the moon like okay seems a little strange but you mean i mean and i guess this is all if you guys believe that the 1969 moon landing was real because i'm sure some of you out there probably think it was filmed in a hollywood backlot and that's okay you can think that (laughs) then that's fine i have seen the video of the flag waving and that's my only piece of evidence that I'm like, hmm. But again, I haven't been to the moon. I don't know if... I don't know how it works. I don't know if you can flap your hand and... Cre- <laughs> I mean, I guess if there's no air. Because air well, is technically like a... It's like a yeah. fluidy kind of a thing. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a good question. So that's, that's the one video I've seen. I saw something else when I was searching this up that mm-hmm. people are trying to say that the footprint... Mm-hmm. On either that the footprint on the moon can't be Neil Armstrong's because it's like too small, mm-hmm. or that the footprint is actually on the moon, but there's like other footprints next to it that look not like that footprint from Earth. Mm. So there's some discrepancies in the footprint. So either they have faked it. And they didn't even use Neil Armstrong's actual foot to fake it. Or there's a bunch of footprints on the moon, but we only get that one picture of his. And that's it. And that's it. So. So, yeah. That's that's what I have for the Apollo 11 mission alien sightings. That's exciting. And it's still just up for you to determine how you feel about it. <laughs> what did you pick out today? So, I picked out two different stories because they're both pretty pretty short. And then I got some facts about space that are a little uneasy. I don't want to say that they're scary, but they are very unsettling. No. I don't like that. That's almost worse. So, they made me unsettled. So, do you want to start with the facts or do you want to start with the stories? We'll start with your story because then we'll do your facts because... Uh, it's going to lead into your facts, isn't it? I found some facts. Fast your facts. So. <laughs> All right. So the first one I have is in 2003, um, Le- Yang Liwei, Li- I'm sorry, I'm pronouncing it wrong because he's, he's Chinese, from China. Um, uh- his first flight to space, he heard a knocking sound on the craft. Oh. So the thing about space is, and I looked deep into this one. You looked deep into space? No, I looked (laughs) deep into like the whole like why the knocking sound would be creepy because I'm like, okay, well, what if an asteroid hit it or what, you know, or not an asteroid, but you know, something hit it or whatever. Space debris. Space has no sound. Space, because there is no way to create a... A medium for it, space has no sound. So that's why the knocking is very, very eerie. Ew. Yeah. Um, 
So he explained it as someone knocking the body of the spaceship, just as knocking an iron bucket with a wooden hammer. Oh. Um, it neither came from outside or inside the spaceship. Yeah. Oh, God. Either um, way, is terrible. He went and looked around, looked through, like, the portholes and everything, but he couldn't find anything or any explanation for the knocking. So, like, even as, like, I was thinking, like, a meteor or, like, some kind of fucking space rock hitting it, like, there was nothing around to really confirm or deny that. Or my theory. Um, So, but even today, he has not been able to figure out what caused the knocking and where it came from. He has tried to recreate the sound, but he hasn't been successful. Um, He's even, like tried to talk to it about like you know other to other astronauts and like space people or whatever yeah they can't figure it out either except for the fact that like it's just one of those things that happen um so yeah and i already explained that space is expected to be silent because there's no medium for sound to travel through and I'm so sorry for pronouncing this wrong, but Professor Go Chair Hyang, he's an expert in space engineering, and he said, quote, if it's knocking, it could be something physical hitting the spacecraft carrying the astronaut, end quote. But he has stressed that this is purely speculative. Mm. But I think that it was some type of trying to be communic com- some type of communication trying to be had like get the fuck out of here or we're gonna scare you or we're here to talk to you about your car's warranty yeah but it also <laughs> but it also reminded me of xenon 2 with like the pink alien things that are flying next to the spaceship mm. and i'm like oh what if it's like that <laughs> Yeah, knock, knock. Knock, knock, we're Do here. Do you have time to talk about our But, Lord, like, instead of, like, <laughs> instead of knocking, it was fucking Protozoa's song or whatever it was. <laughs> um, so, even after Yang had heard the knocking, it was also heard again from the years 2005 and 2008 through his same, like, space station or his same, like, space people stuff like his like like the astronauts from china yes oh okay yes whatever squad of astronauts yes came from? yes okay got it um i don't like, i'm sorry guys i'm not really, really good time. with space i was never a space person unless it had to do with star adam wars adam driver and adam driver <laughs> oh i got a story to tell you about adam driver later oh <laughs> um but Yang had wanted his successors to had warned his successors so that they wouldn't be caught off guard if or when it happened. So like they went into space knowing that it might happen and it did. Yeah. Ew. So, I would literally So I honestly think that somebody or something, not somebody, something was trying to communicate with them and didn't know how to do so. Hmm. I don't like that. That made my tummy sad. <laughs> yeah that one i was just oh, like what and i'm Can like you imagine like where that, you're expecting to like basically be alone yeah and he was up there alone so oh which makes it even you- oh yeah no. sorry i forgot to mention that it was oh. his he was alone that just made the story like 10 times worse um so of course nobody believes him because he's by himself he doesn't have any freaking anyone to co- corroborate mm-hmm. and the other space people that went in to space. Space people killing astronauts. <laughs> Sorry, space people just sound <laughs> better. And the, the other, other astronauts people. that went into space after him also were on their voyages alone. Oh, why? That's so... I would not... I don't know. Maybe... I used to, like... The spaceship wasn't big enough to carry more than one person, but... I guess so. Maybe they didn't want to risk more than one person at a time? I, I don't know. <sighs> but... That poor guy. Yeah. It's awful. It just makes me even, like, more, like, not not sad, but just kind of, like, eh, because he still hasn't figured it out. And this happened, Ugh. like, almost 20 years ago. That's very, I yeah. just hope he gets to sleep one night. 
peacefully. Yeah, I would I would be thinking about that for the rest of my fucking life. Oh, oh God. Yeah, so Dang. that's it for the first story. <laughs> that's where we're going to end that one. The second one, we're moving in to Russia. So, in and this one, I tried to watch the video that they had about this one, but it was taken down. Oh. Yeah, I couldn't, oh. I went, like, it had it on the website that I was looking at. Oh, video can't be played. So I went to YouTube. Oh, nope, video's not up anymore. Uh-oh. So, but in 1981, USSR hero... Cosmonauts, so that's what yes. they call it in, in Russia, because it took me forever to fucking figure that out, because I'm an idiot. Cosmonaut. Cosmonaut. Major General Vladimir I'm so sorry for pronouncing this wrong, but Kovalyanok. Yeah, that, does, that doesn't even yeah. sound real. Nope. What a, however the hell you just said that. So he looked out of his out of a porthole and he saw something that seemed to be traveling alongside of the spacecraft. So, you know, here's my xenon aliens, right? <laughs> they were traveling over the South African area, moving towards the Indian Ocean at this point. And he had just gotten done doing like their um, exercises in space because I guess you got to exercise mm-hmm. in order to like keep your legs healthy or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you don't lose like your mass too much or however that works yeah so he was done exercising when he was like looking through this porthole and he said that um after seeing the object something happened that was impossible according to the laws of physics um from the frontal view the object looked like it would rotate in flight direction so like it was following them exactly to how they were flying um, but it kept on flying straight next to them. Then an explosion happened that he described as a golden light. Oh, an explosion. An explosion. Oh. Um, and only two seconds later, another explosion happened and two spheres appear had appeared and they were described as golden and beautiful. Um, after the explosion, there was a white smoke, then a cloud-like sphere. Mm. Um, they had flown, f- oh shit, they had flown the twilight zone between day and night, so they were moving from one side to the other, mm-hmm. and. So they were just in orbit? Yeah, they oh, okay. were just in orbit, moving from one side to the other, um, and they were in the darkness at this point of Earth's shadow, and the spheres were gone. They just disappeared Ew. and didn't come back. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> At least they left and stayed away. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, that's all that was really, like, for this one, but it caught my attention because it talked about two spheres, and when, I guess, like, the television version of, like, UFOs, it's a, yeah. a spherical Yeah, there's type. always, like, balls of light. Yeah. And... So I was like, oh, yeah, that that's interesting. But mm-hmm. because, like, he's pretty much the only one who's seen it, it was just like, okay, well, that yeah. could have been, like, anything exploding. That could have been, like... Anything, just things randomly yeah. combusting. Is that a thing? Do things um, combust in Well, space? I mean, if asteroids can fly at, like, 80,000 miles well, an hour... Well, the asteroids only break apart once they hit the Earth's atmosphere. Oh. They don't just spontaneously break apart. Then I don't know. Flying unless through it's space. A, unless it was a star that combusted. Yeah, but that wouldn't have been that close. Otherwise, mm. we would all be dead. Oh. The sun is our closest star. Huh. So that would have been much farther away. And there would there there'd be no smoke visible if there's I, yeah. if a star explosion. I'm just trying smoke. to come up with logical explanations, but you know. No, for there's sure. There's nothing logical about this to no. me. Like nothing. Nope. Spooky. Like, it just... It's like, spheres and then no spheres. Like, Well, the fact oh. that there was, like, yeah, explosions and then visible smoke is what tells me it's not something that happened, like, light years away. Yeah. I well, mean, it had I'm... to have happened way closer than well, that. Well, yeah. Especially if it... 
But there's also, I was reading too, like, it could have happened, like, not light years away, but really far away because there's no, like, dimensions in space. Like, you can't tell if something's super close to you or super far away from you. Oh. Yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. That was a fun fact. That oh, is interesting. All right, guys. Weird. I'm going to go into the weird facts about space that Ooh. I looked up. Did you guys know that galaxies could eat each other? Yes. I did not. Well, <laughs> okay. Let's, so one yeah. galaxy collides with another and just kind of like sort of sucks sup- it in yep. and absorbs it. Yep. And that is called galactic cannibalism oh oh how cute it's a special name cannibalism like they're sentient beings um i guess maybe i don't know who knows this one kind of got to me because it says even if there are aliens we'll put that in quotes uh we may not find them because of all the stars in the universes Oh, yeah, because like we're just one galaxy out of the entire the milky way galaxy is just one galaxy out of like um, the uncountable yeah infinity infinite an infinite universe because we're con- it, as far as they know like we're constantly expanding mm-hmm. uh, the universe is constantly expanding so yeah yeah there are rogue planets they have escaped the gravity so they have escaped the gravity of their parent stars and can be three times the size of earth or 12 times the size of jupiter Oh, God. And I'm just like, what the fuck if one of them came crashing into us? Especially the 12 times Jupiter one. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, The moon is actually getting farther from us every year. It moves from anywhere from four centimeters to 1.6 inches away from us. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. so small. It's so small. I was expecting, like, it moves another... 17,000 feet, no. So one day we might lose our moon? One day we might lose our moon. And then we but it have... won't happen in our lifetime. Well, no shit. <laughs> by then, the Earth would have been completely demolished by humans anyway, so this is only true. the poor whatever's left will have to deal with it. But <laughs> I mean, I wonder what happens if you, have, if you don't have uh, tides. Because just... the gravitational pull on the moon mm-hmm. is what causes the ocean tides. Maybe no fish? I don't know. The world ends. Yep. That's what happens. Uh, and that's cool. it. Bye. <laughs> so there are such things. Ca- well, Einstein has speculated that there are such things as white holes. They are the oh. opposite of black holes. So black holes suck things in. Mm-hmm. White holes are the spawns of it and drop things out. So it, I don't know. Like, what? it wasn't really, like, proven because Einstein well, died. But <laughs> Well, yeah, and he... So not... not- no, 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 because the wormhole is completely different. Yeah. Because the wormhole is traveling from one place to another. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, so it's nothing can enter a white hole oh, from okay. the outside, and every galaxy does have a supermassive black hole mm-hmm. that can spawn into a white hole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Muse just popped into my head. <laughs> Super. <laughs> and then uh, strangely enough baseball huh. oh god all right we're gonna stop <laughs> Brittany before she starts really quickly <laughs> um one day the night sky will become completely black you I won't don't be like able to that. see anything i don't like that because how then how am i gonna have my existential crisis I'm just kidding. I don't like that. Why? I don't don't think any of this is going to happen while we're alive. No, I know, but it's sad to know that one day it'll happen. No, it is sad. Um, Back in 2012, a solar storm almost hit Earth. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was literally, like, feet away from hitting Uh Earth. Mm -hmm. Feet. Yeah. Not even, like, thousands of feet. Just feet. Yep. It was so close to hitting Earth, and they, like, had some guy, I forgot to write this down, but some guy had, was, like, was talking about it, like, for nowadays, he was like, we would never recover. 
he was like looking at the earth right now he was like there would be no way that like the storm hits like we try to get everything back on track nothing would be back on track yeah because what would have to happen is every single every single power grid on earth everyone would have to shut down the power grids all at once Mm -hmm. in hopes that it wouldn't be fried by the radiation from the solar wave mm-hmm. and that you could bring it all back online afterward. Uh, that was one of the main theories of the world ending in 2012 was that we were going to get hit with a solar flare and that it was going to um, like blow up the earth. But then I remember that we did have a solar flare, it just, but it missed. It missed. But yeah, that's that's one of the things that they say is that the, one of the only ways we could potentially get power back Mm -hmm. and get our power grids back up and running as if everybody were to shut every single one off at the same exact time around the world wait Mm -hmm. for the storm to pass and then try to bring them all back up one at a time Mm -hmm. which that would never fucking happen because people don't know how to fucking cooperate and it doesn't matter that we are all one species inhabiting inhabiting jesus christ inhabiting a freaking flying rock through space. No. <laughs> we have borders, okay? So we're not the same. And fuck everybody else. And we'll all just go out screaming together, I guess. I don't know. So <laughs> stupid. But yeah. So I remember that. I don't. That was a year I graduated, so... I was too busy trying to <laughs> get, get my honors get my on um so we have seen less than five percent of what the universe is made of yeah which that scares me more than the ocean although Uh, the ocean is quite fucking terrifying pretty fucking freaky um (laughs) this one it's not that it's my favorite but this one is really fucking frightening and i thought it was really fucking interesting space may have human and animal corpses floating in it yeah and that's from the missions that unfortunately never made it home or the spacecrafts that weren't recovered and lost yeah and the poor doggy from guardians of the galaxy yeah and the monkey i did see some creepy fucking pictures but they're really hard to like explain but it was like fucking a red like a the skull face and like a star or some uh, shit like that yeah so and, like, it's the like the galaxies or the whatever the fuck that yeah it's like they form these weird mm-hmm. like just weird patterns yeah i mean we our brains are naturally wired to find faces mm-hmm. so that's why we yeah it's called the skull nebula or something yeah like that. something yeah. like that I oh mean, and then like the faces on um is it mars Oh, yeah, that people think that there might have been an ancient civilization there yeah. because it looks like there's, like, monoliths. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that, too. Yeah, people think that there's pyramids and monoliths on Mars. Yeah. And that They've we, seen faces in it. Yeah, but like I said, the human brain is wired to recognize faces. No, that's what made me think of it because I was looking and deeper they, into yeah. that. And they're, they've been disproven because they've been pixelated and pixelated yeah. from years past and everything. And they're like, no, it's just like fucking craters. Well, yeah, well, it's also like finding images in the crowd. Like, not only is your brain wired to find faces, but it's also wired to, to recognize patterns. Mm-hmm. So you... Are basically wired to try to recognize things. Yeah. So it's like that's why you can find you know images in the cr- in the clouds and mm-hmm. stuff. Same thing if you're looking at a wonky photo of wobbly Mars dunes. Yeah. You know something just lines up right. Um. But the pyramid one, the pictures of the py- the py- pyramids look pretty. Supposedly, I don't know if I'm correct because I did not look this up. So if. Don't quote me and don't get mad at me if I'm wrong. Um, Supposedly, somebody was, like, looking through the images that they've given us from Mars. And Mm -hmm. there's, like, a series of three pyramids that are almost, like, the same, like, equidistant, like the pyramids of Giza. Mm. It looks like a similar formation. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the pyramids of Giza were man-made. So, well, I mean, some people think aliens helped but 
that's a whole that's a different story for a different day so yeah so that's all the facts i got coming at you today well tried to make it as creepy as possible space is fucking creepy it is space is fucking creepy i mean you watch alien or there's that movie with jake gyllenhaal and like ryan reynolds is in it for like two seconds i think it's called life and there's like this little like morpheus little gooey thingy i think that's like trying to take over everybody and that like turns everyone crazy and then jake gyllenhaal's supposed to like get back to earth i don't know that movie was pretty fucking creepy too um i think the one with sandra bullock was really creepy well not creepy but it was more like just gut-wrenching yeah because it's like shit can happen you fucked yeah and then poor george clooney just floated away never to be seen again Ugh. There's probably pictures of them. Yeah, that, space I, that movie made me, like, I was, like, sweating through that movie because, like, my anxiety was through the roof because I was just like, what would I do? What would you do? What would you do? <laughs> like, I'd ever need to know. <laughs> like, I'd ever be smart enough or healthy enough to go into space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in natural nerd fashion, <laughs> and in the spirit of Star Wars Day, which I have now deemed a national holiday in my house but also california has recognized it as a legitimate holiday so oh thank you sorry slurping our blue milk (laughs) it's Uh, delightful so yeah california in 2019 recognized uh, may the 4th as official star wars day so i don't know i don't know if they give anyone the day off or (laughs) day off school but (laughs) they do recognize it as a holiday now so i don't know what that comes with so I found, and then I'm going to go over it very briefly because this isn't a Star Wars podcast, this is a creepy shit podcast, but I looked up the creepiest shit in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> and there's some, f- so, okay, so the Star Wars, like, people have expanded it. So, like, George Lucas came up with the first, the original three movies, like, out of his brain, mm-hmm. like, and then he gave creative license to people to write books yeah. um, to expand the universe. Oh, so okay. there's a whole, the Old Republic, which we've seen in some video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see mentioned there's a whole series of books for the Old Republic. People want Keanu Reeves to play a guy that's out of the Old Republic era. Yeah. I mean, and then we've seen what we have, mm-hmm. the current, yeah. what we watch on the movies now, whatever. So there's, like, a lot of books and shit out there that have been created to bring a past, you know, a past, Mm -hmm. expand the present, and look to the future of Mm -hmm. the Star Wars world. So, I found three relatively creepy things. I'm gonna start with the least creepiest. He's only creepy because he looks disturbing. And that's Darth Nihilus. And he was a human that reigned as a Dark Lord of the Sith during the era of strife following the Jedi Civil War. And before becoming a Sith, he had lost everything during the Galactic Republic's war against the Mandalorian Neo-Crusaders. He survived the activation of the mass shadow superweapon, which surrounded the planet with a destructive spatial phenomenon. And this made him crave force energy. And then he became a wound in the force. So he's like, he's like ripped like an opening in the force. And he just like sucks the energy out of other people. And other force sensitive people, I guess. So he eventually becomes known as the Lord of Hunger. And he does like apprentice under some other person who's a Sith Lord. Eventually he overpowers her and kind of like, takes over but whatever he's he's like taken down by whatever people like i said i wasn't gonna go hella deep into it because no this isn't nerd cast but uh he eventually has to encase his spirit in his mask and his armor because his hunger for force energy is basically eating him alive oh so then in order to stay quote-unquote alive he puts his spirit it's like he does a horcrux and puts himself in in his mask and his mask is horrifying 
So that's why I picked him, because he's very creepy looking. So go look up Darth Nihilus. I'm going to right now. And have fun sleeping tonight, because it's not okay. I don't like it. (laughs) Um, Another really creepy and almost like fucked up thing um, is Project Blackwing, which was an Imperial project that oversaw unlocking immortality. But it resulted in the accidental creation of the Blackwing virus, which was created from an experiment to revive necrotic tissue. The virus killed its hosts and turned them into cannibalistic, brutal zombies. And it made the resulting space zombies slow, but resilient to physical damage, turned their skin gray-green, changed the texture of their skin, but also allowed them to learn things from survivors like how to use a blaster and turret, turret, turrets, Jesus Christ, turrets, and how to pilot ships. Mm. So then there was just this giant army of zombie stormtroopers, essentially, that were it's just fucking weird going and taking shit out, right? Creepy. Yeah. Creepy I just, that I just... somebody wrote like somebody wrote this into the Star Wars universe where, that just started with like Han Solo being a sarcastic asshole and like Princess Leia like yeah being a badass. You know what I mean? It's so weird. That it has expanded this far that we have these, like, horrifying backstories. Yes. And then lastly, which of the things I thought were the creepiest, are called star weirds. And they are a species of incorporeal humanoids found only in space. They are tall, gaunt, they have long, sharp talons, wild white hair, and glowing eyes. They appear to spacers that are repairing their starships in space, or they will appear aboard spaceships that are traveling through hyperspace. And a star weird will choose a target, and after the target is spotted, or after the target spots them, they emit a telepathic scream that causes fear in in the individual. They don't need to fucking scream, I'm already kind of fucking... Then the star weird attacks. No. It's also capable of using the force. Of course it is. And has a strong hatred for force users. And that would lead some of the Jedi to believe that they are apparitions created by the dark side of the force. Mm. They look horrifying. So. Please don't show me a picture of that one because Darth. Darth. Nihilist. Nihil. Nigel, whatever. Darth Nigel. (laughs) He was pretty fucking creepy. (laughs) These things are creepier. Um, So yeah, I just thought, I wonder if there's any creepy shit in Star Wars and in the expanded universe. there is. is. Well, Snoke was pretty creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Snoke's face was... And, you know, Pappy Palp. (laughs) I would say they definitely did a good job of him looking really creepy in Rise of Skywalker, for sure. In all 17,000 of his clones. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was on the list of creepy shit in Star Wars, and that the creepy (laughs) Sith cult at the end of the film. Yeah. They were like, yeah, this weird, creepy Sith cult that's, like, chanting at the end. Like, yes, that was creepy. I just was trying to find, like, what would be deemed relatively paranormal oh yeah in the star wars well, that's realm kind of paranormal i guess a cult, <laughs> a cult i know i of wish a thousand million pappy palps <laughs> <laughs> so weird oh god all right so yeah i just i wanted to nerd out a little but wanted to keep it on brand and well we're gonna keep it on brand for a second bore you all to hell <laughs> so you know i'm a nerd go to work and i nerd at work too Uh, only one person at work understood my shirt today and you know she gets high praises (laughs) the two that i work closely with at work (laughs) i showed them who adam driver was (laughs) and they go mind you they're also like 10 years older than me so i kind of give them the benefit of the doubt a little bit they go why does he look like a cross between shia labeouf and keanu reeves if they had a baby (laughs) And I was like, I I don't see it, but now I can't so, unsee it. I mean, I have seen him compared to Keanu Reeves in in some senses, but I don't see it. It was hilarious, though, and now they tease me. Oh. 
That's all right. I just remember when The Force Awakens came out and I went and saw it. I went back to work and I believe Mariah was like, so what do you think of the movie? I was like, oh, I really liked it. And she got, and don't you, f- she was, I literally remember her. I don't know if she'll remember it, <laughs> but I remember her saying, do not fucking tell me yeah. that you think that man is good looking because he <laughs> is not. And I was like, cool, just keep this to myself. Yeah. But I mean, I had already watched him on Girls. Mm-hmm. So he, the way he looked on Girls, like, I mean, this was a complete glow up. So, <laughs> yes, it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't watch Girls until after you did. So. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he was looking good. <laughs> She's like, don't even fucking say it. He is not that good looking at all. And I was <sighs> like, okay, I'm not going to talk about it with you. It's okay. The one who understood my shirt today. She was like, okay, I was like, I think he's, I'm like, I think he's really attractive. She was like, you know, yeah, he's not like what you would think is like just the, you know, just attractive. She was like, he's like a unique attractive. See, that's the thing though, is like, yeah, he's not conventionally handsome, but then you have all the dudes that are conventionally handsome and guess what? You have the eight Chris's that nobody can really tell apart. Yeah. Except for Chris Hemsworth because... Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, but yeah you know what i mean yeah no I, but exactly we, you and i do we have an affinity for uh actors who are not conventionally good looking like like miles teller yes like miles, miles teller. teller is not a conventionally good looking man but i have seen him compared to elvis and he had been rumored to potentially play elvis in a biopic mm-hmm. and he looks pretty close to Elvis. Yeah. Like, in a weird, you know, in a weird way. Yeah, you no, know? and so I totally, like, I totally get it. I'm trying to think of who else is, like, conventionally not good looking that I think is good looking. But those are my top two, is Adam Driver and Miles Teller. Like, For sure. Man crushes all the way to the moon and back. Um, yeah, I feel like I had something else uh, to talk about, but... I guess I don't. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. That's okay. Just keep talking about Adam Driver and just all of his glory, but <laughs> it's, it's Star Wars Day, why not? That's it. It's just Adam Driver Day, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, Mark Hamill posted today, he was like, oh, it's weird to think that I'll never be a part of another movie franchise that gets its own holiday. I was like, oh. I love Mark Hamill. We should make a Lord of the Rings Day. Although I saw some interviews of Adam Driver as Kylo, like, you know, when he was doing, like, cons and stuff Mm -hmm. uh, during, like, I think it was either The Force Awakens or uh, Last Jedi. And they were like, oh, Adam, do you want to tell us about your connection to the dark side? He goes, no. (laughs) And just that's it. (laughs) Like, he, like, that man does not like interviewing about star wars at all but i've heard that i don't blame they all had a pretty rough time um with filming and disney's overlord status and talk about pappy pal (laughs) but uh right um yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of bummed that he said he would he wouldn't i've heard that he will come back and do like voiceover work which Mm -hmm. i guess there's some projects that potentially will get to hear his voice just he Mm. won't be there that's okay but i'm okay with that but yeah but he said he would not return and i think john boyega also kind of oh i love me some john boyega i know Mm. and i'm like very proud of him for oh but he put the he put the nail in that coffin i don't think disney would ask him back to do shit after he called them out on their bullshit, so. But I'm very proud of him for calling. No, that was very impressive. For what he deserved. Absolutely. I totally thought he was gonna be, like, a Jedi. And that, yeah. like, we were gonna get Jedi Finn, which was dope as hell. And yeah. that Rey would train him, or Leia would train them both. I know the storyline went awry because Carrie Fisher passing away, but, like, I thought for sure, I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, we get to see this, like, guy come from being a stormtrooper and then to being fucking to being a jedi and like he he'll be badass like he was still a badass for for sure but then it was like the second movie came and he was like and then the third movie it was like where the fuck is finn yeah like 
you just thought he was gonna be way more up there and then they just kind of like shit on his whole storyline which i was very excited for i thought it would be really cool like we were gonna see this whole like new generation of jedis come well, up yeah. and then they just kind of like poop and then like it. the kid with the broom too at the very end of the, <laughs> the second i think the second one in that franchise yeah. and, he, like, and he has like all these fucking force powers and then you never see him again yep like yeah. okay it's like oh we forgot about that guy like it's just the inconsistencies it's just sad <sighs> it is sad but and it makes me sad that none of them want to come back these are the times that like justin will be like what are you a fucking hollywood writer and like damn it maybe i missed my calling maybe. i don't know maybe i should have gone and written the end of fucking star wars but whatever whatever i don't know the theory i, I was reading like fan theories or some shit you're reading fan fiction shut up no it was fan theories <laughs> i i have to stay away from fan fiction because that shit's just wrong in so many ways but tell me fucking why like somebody was trying to like put out there that fucking Ray was gonna be pregnant with Adam Driver. Or yep, sorry, Ben Solo's fucking force that ghost is baby. The stupidest shit. And I'm like, it's the stupidest shit. That's not how shit. sex works, but okay. I mean, who knows in fucking Star Wars land? But I guess I'm like okay. Like, I did not like the fact that they smooched at the end. I did not like the fact that they were I like a dyad in the forest and i watched clone wars there's some stuff in corn 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 wars <laughs> the clone wars cartoon mm-hmm. or animated series uh there's some stuff that like goes between like the light like the gods of the light the dark side essentially yeah and so spoiler leave now if you even haven't if you've left not left already and you haven't and you'd want to watch clone wars but the they die so mm-hmm. what i thought was going to happen was that they being a dyad in the force were going to take over those spots and be the balance um, the like the, the balance brought back into the force of these like mm-hmm. god stature kind of a thing yeah and that didn't fucking happen. I didn't like that they tried to force this, like, weird romantic thing in, like, the last five minutes of the fucking movie. I liked how Rogue One ended. Where, I, didn't, I haven't seen that one yet. Like, there's no romantic... Mm-hmm. You know, they just, they... They should have just left the romance between Han Solo and Princess Leia. I wish they didn't break up Han and Leia. Like, that was some dumbass shit right there. And then I just remember watching The Force Awakens, and I'm like... Did Kylo Ren not? Did Kylo Ren not see the end of Return of the Jedi, where Vader says, like he redeems himself, like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'll finish what you started, grandfather. Like, no, he made it pretty clear that he was done. Yeah, he, he was that he finished. didn't want it finished. Oh, and I saw some shit that they were like, oh, they should have had Anakin. Like in the last film, for like force ghost in, yeah, and be like, no, 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 like yeah, there's nothing to finish here. Like yeah, I left that life. Like you should never have tried to come into this life. Like there's just so much way cooler shit they could have done. But fucking J.J. Abrams, fucking fucking people that just they knew they'd make money no matter what. That's the problem. But then again, that's the thing. There's one of the things that I always think about is nobody hates Star Wars quite like Star Wars fans. Like, Mm -hmm. we we love it and we soak it up. But at the same time, like, we're the biggest critics of the whole thing. But yet, here I am still fucking wearing my Baby Yoda shirt and cooking out of my Star Wars freaking cookbook. Well, that's because the first three weren't that bad. The three four and five or four five and six were like pristine and then you got the last duds like there's still some good aspects of star wars it's not just based on the last three yeah for sure but yeah no i'm very excited for um the obi-wan series uh my man and uh, hayden christensen's coming back i'm very excited i love i love it love it i can't wait Mm. And then they have the 
it's like my childhood dreams are coming true as an adult like exactly <laughs> see nerd culture is making us very happy very very happy <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i guess that's probably more than enough fucking nerd talk for half of you that already shut this off like 10 20 minutes all ago six of them <laughs> they were like oh god star wars facts bye <laughs> Well, we hope you find space as creepy and daunting as we do. And, uh... Yeah. We hope you enjoy Star Wars Day. Yeah. <laughs> hope you had a good Star Wars Day. This will be coming out a week later after Star Wars and, Day. But And Happy Mother's Day to all the mommies out there that may or may not listen to us. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. And we will see you next week. Like us on Instagram. Or follow us on Instagram, I guess. Like our Facebook page. Leave us some comments or something. I don't know. Talk to us. Give us some ideas. Let us know you're listening. <laughs> Teehee. Even if you just text us. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, we'll be back to our usual, like, uber creepy shit. We just didn't want to miss our opportunities here. So, next week will be pretty creepy so all right you guys we'll see you next week may the force be with you i was gonna say may the force be ever in your favor Ah. yeah no (laughs) Ugh, you ruined it all right guys okay bye oh bye (laughs) you're supposed to say bye sheesh